0: And we're back. (laughs) I'm just going to cut in there. I don't know how long it it goes on, but uh, welcome back, everybody. Yeah. Slow grift.
1: Yeah. Welcome, 2023.
0: New year, same old psyop. Am I right?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited Um, about this year. I keep keep saying this. I don't know why, but I am.
0: Well, number twenty-three is a good number, uh, they, or it can be. It's has a, it's a number of significance. Yeah. Jim Carrey had a movie I never saw about it. Uh, I, I probably should. I heard it was yeah, pretty mediocre.
1: But... Yeah, I never saw that
0: either. No. He's painting now. He's off Twitter. He's uh, he's not acting. He's just. <laughs> just leave it's him alone stop it elon oh. uh, i don't know but
1: jim carrey quit twitter Is that...
0: <laughs> he did he was one of those guys uh, he didn't really make a big commentary about it but it was basically like oh it, it, i don't know jim Carrey's one of those interesting characters who you're like are you red-pilled or are you not like where are you man
1: he definitely not he's just like he's one of the, his, his shtick is like funny man and then he took everybody by surprise by taking on some serious dramatic roles that were you know hooked mm-hmm. up with pretty great writer directors like uh eternal sunshine yeah
0: right charlie and then,
1: Kaufman. yeah and then yeah and then once you do a couple of those you you just nobody judges you after that i don't think
2: I mean he was he was
0: kind of uh anti-vax there for a second with uh oops. Ooh. Um <laughs> that's that's a rock uh background music there. Yeah. Uh he a, he was dating Jenny McCarthy. It was oh, you know, a yeah. big part ago. and you know he's done some bits about uh Illuminati stuff but um like he he was on Kimmel years ago and did something but yeah Yeah. who who knows he's one of those guys where you could i i I could go either way on him but he seems to keep leaning back towards the blue pills i don't know it's it's an op as they say
1: (laughs) it's an op everything's an op (laughs) it's a scam the the scop yeah
0: the scops
1: yeah scammy psyops yeah, no, uh, Jim Carrey, my take's just new age. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah. You feel chakras at home, man.
0: <laughs> well, speaking of new age uh, or old age, I don't know what how you want to get into it, but in order to get to old age, you got to get the
3: polio shot, right? <laughs>
0: Isn't that
2: yeah. what about polio?
0: Thus the name of the episode.
1: Uh. Uh.
2: what about it? What about polio?
1: That's... You had the polio shot. I don't know if I have. Oh, I'm
0: sure. I'm sure. I uh, Yeah. I, I, so I was born in 86, right? I think right around uh, my birthdays when they came out with the uh, vaccine injury act, I was born and they, they put it right in.
1: Yeah, uh, they knew you're coming. Ah, can't let <laughs> that
0: fucking guy sue us.
1: Nope.
0: Um, but <laughs> where was I going with that? Uh, I do, Oh, polio. Yeah, that polio is the is the one thing. And I, <clears throat> you know, we've been dealing with uh, obviously the conversation of vaccines over the last few years. It's become way more relevant and, uh, important than I think any of us ever thought it would. Maybe, I mean, there was talk of it in the early, uh, 2010s, like we're going to have force facts, uh, vaccinations, but it was always kind of in the back of our minds. Like, ah, oh, that's, that's just, that's just the stuff I watch on YouTube. And then it happened. Um, but all that originates from polio. Like the polio vaccine, because anytime, and I don't know if you experience this, but anytime you bring up the topic of vaccines, inevitably, if you talk about it for longer than a few sentences, what about polio? What do you feel about polio? It's like the moon landing, uh, jump off point for vaccines. Like, like you, know, oh, do you believe we land on a moon? What about polio? Like, all uh, right, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's just like those fall, the fallback. Because, like, what are you gonna? Yeah, okay, flu shots are kind of bullshit. But what, what about polio though? Like, do you want to get paralyzed? Like, it's the oh, the OG Scop psyop scam, potentially. I'm still, yeah. you know, I, I'm still undecided. But I, I brought up a couple clips about it. Um, well, actually, a mostly a show i should say uh this is my first time hosting um
1: yes, yes in terms
0: of hosting the, the, the video component so if anything yeah. goes wrong uh, it's it's on me but we'll figure it out
1: yeah pull that logo off the front
0: oh okay well, there we go <laughs> i don't want to have that up for anyone watching woo um uh, yeah, let me get my uh thing pulled up here
4: first
1: Speaking of polio, what about it? What what percent of polio do you think is paralytic? Meaning
4: Ooh.
1: what percent do you think of people that contract polio?
0: Yeah. Fucking great paralyze? question. That is a great question. Let's look it up.
1: Yeah. It'll surprise you. Oh, you know it? Yes. Ooh. Well,
0: if you know it, then uh, I'll guess. I'll guess.
1: Yes, please.
0: I'm gonna say five percent.
1: That's a good guess. In children, it's less than one percent.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Well, in older adults, it's what like, uh oh, similar to like Ah. five percent in older adults.
1: I don't know. That's good. I only know children just because I have one. Okay. Yeah.
0: And did that did that kind of give you a flashback to when they were talking about COVID stats? Like you could put on a ventilator and it's like, well, what's the percentage of that?
1: Yeah, in the same in the same essence of, of shocking where right. the narrative did not fit. Like the narrative in my mind that was given to me by others did not fit Mm -hmm. because the way i thought i thought it was 50 50. you know
0: i never thought about it and probably until i started doing this episode and really until you asked that question
1: yeah yeah
0: because polio means peril you're fdr essentially you're in Mm -hmm. a wheelchair yeah something's something's not able to be moved and yeah. uh, you or got polio. Legs or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, he, he did have polio.
1: did he? Yeah, something,
0: didn't he? yeah. Jenny, you could see Jenny being anti vax right? That's why she's a <laughs> drug addict. Oh, you do drugs too, Jenny, but you didn't want to give him a pose. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That, I mean, that, that really. <laughs> uh man it's like you were part of the research of this episode but i guess that's just being a parent you know you're more more uh relevant to your life but um in terms yeah, of making you gotta have
1: decision, these stats you gotta have these stats
0: that's true you gotta come with the data
1: you yep. know yep.
0: and it's like well do you believe in it though what
1: yeah belief, um, belief is such a weird word to use in that situation isn't it yeah
0: like that clip i don't know for any No Agenda listeners out there, there was a clip of uh, the guy talking about how we're praying for a booster that actually works. <laughs> we're praying to the God of science. I yeah. I cannot get over that. I mean, there you go.
1: That's amazing. <laughs> I have faith. <laughs> yeah, just have faith.
0: Oh, the vaccine God has oh. been good this year. Yeah. Uh, so... The reason I wanted to do a polio episode and the reason that this has been floating around, and I will share my screen now, is uh, a few months ago. Uh, and I'm, you remember this when it was announced that uh, polio is back and it's in the UK and it's in, yeah, um, it's, it's in New York. Well, uh, I thought we'd start with some some real news, Inside Edition. Give us the lowdown on the tra- <laughs> something very reputable, probably yeah. as reputable as the New York Times at this point. It's all the yeah, same. I agree,
1: right? I agree. It's all the same. Yeah.
0: And uh, let them let them give us the. And by the way, look at polio. Ooh, you guys remember the spike protein?
1: Yeah, I love these uh, renderings.
0: Now, do you rem- Do you ever remember an image of polio growing up?
1: Mm, maybe black and white. In, oh. science, in science
0: but it wasn't like this multi-colored like ooh, look at that oh oh no we got we got yellow dots and blue dots and red and then we got bone like orange bones coming out it's crazy
1: uh, it looks like coral <laughs> yeah.
0: i don't know this looks icky because it's orange so.
1: yeah i agree advertiser
0: said that that's not that's not food colors it's not mcdonald's over here
1: sticky you got a nice adobe stock photo there in the background very nice
0: Let's uh, let's see what what they're telling
1: us.
2: As if coronavirus and monkeypox weren't enough, New York State health officials are urging unvaccinated children and oh. adults to get inoculated against polio as soon as possible. The virus has been found in seven different wastewater oh. samples in two counties north of New York City.
0: Hold on, uh, that that rendering I just I love. Yeah, like, it's a look at that. It's like ugh, it's, ugh boogers, and this is very dramatically so is that a different strain of polio than the polio we were seeing earlier because i
1: don't know it looks like i a mean cookie. what happened
0: yeah yeah it's did like they a- this is a mold isn't it like somebody fucking did a science project
1: a 3d printed it just looks like Ooh. a cookie from a like a trans reveal party
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn that's good <laughs> Okay, I, I, I'll just play that out, man. Dude, that's, uh, that is,
2: fucking nailed it there. Um, it's, it's gross. In two counties north of New York City, one expert told CBS News. That man. Okay, it was
0: extremely infectious. It's very good about transmitting, and so by. Very good. Okay.
1: Hey. <laughs> I, uh, I don't want to get too uh, into what I do, but anybody filming somebody with a mask. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> is just a microphone nightmare.
0: Oh my God, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah, getting a little lavalier on that.
1: What's this foamy, is that PFAS?
0: Oh, we'll find out. Ooh. Looking for it in
4: the wastewater system, into the sewers, we can actually see whether or not there's a detection, not just in one particular household, but within a community. Wait,
1: isn't that redundant? They can see whether or not there's a detection?
0: Oh we can detect whether there's a sensation of
1: uh oh, i love this like poop testing when did this like, yeah this is enough anu- thank is a you relic here
0: uh well it's it's gonna be with us forever apparently because yeah. this is something else i want to talk about and i'll get into it uh in our next clip when it comes to wastewater but also on a side note the uh quote-unquote avian flu that's going around causing them to kill all these chickens and now we have egg shortages and chicken short price increases from the pcr test yeah let's just kill millions Hmm. what's what's the cycle count on the chickens and does it and do we have to kill a chicken just because it tests positive i mean mean, have you been to fucking mcdonald's i don't (laughs) know
1: right well, you're saying it's the least of the worries, as far
0: like as I mean, if we're in commercial in terms, of, yeah, like if you're, oh, oh no, it's they're sick, like yeah, do we sell KFC chickens that are like hybrid, uh, pu- barely in an animal? Yeah, oh, <laughs> but oh the, the, no, they're the
1: healthiest chickens you've ever. Yeah, eaten. Yeah, oh
0: right, yeah, totally. Yeah. So now we're just gonna fuck the supply over and use the scam, but. Another relic of the COVID scam is the wastewater detection, which I had never heard of prior to uh COVID. I, I don't know if you had, I don't know if they've been doing this with swine flu or any of the other bullshit. No,
1: nah, never heard. Never heard. It begs the question too, like what about uh you know, rural living or septic tank? Like how their right? so their sample sizes only city connections, like people dwelling in city connected
0: well that's why the amish never got COVID. their wastewater
2: is just can't be
1: uh, undetectable can't,
2: can't be tested yeah only one person has tested positive for polio so far an unvaccinated young adult in rockland county who developed paralysis
1: unvaccinated this is the adult. first
2: case in the u.s in nearly a decade state uh
1: yeah
0: okay got paralysis um So that made it relevant and and unvaccinated.
1: And highly unlikely. (laughs) The probability of that, but okay.
0: Right. I actually wanted to follow up on this case, but this was about four months ago.
2: Officials believe it may just be the tip of the iceberg and that there may be hundreds of people infected but have no symptoms yet. Back in 2018, Rockland County was at the heart of the two-year measles outbreak. The polio vaccination rate for two-year-olds is 60.5% compared to the New York State average of 79.1% according to the New York State Department of Health. The
0: take takeout message is still a very reassuring. Vaccines work, and they work very, very well. <laughs> but if we have less and less coverage of the vaccines within a, our community or within our nation, we're going to see more and more of these types
2: of infections. State health officials and the CDC confirmed the virus originated from the live oral polio vaccine used in other countries. That vaccine is no longer given in the U.S. Most people infected with polio can be asymptomatic, but can spread oh, the virus. There it is. To the yeah, there's
0: that asymptomatic.
2: Days or even weeks. Oh. A Small percentage of people who get polio suffer paralysis or death. For Inside Edition digital. Huh, right at the end, officer.
0: All right. So I don't know if you caught that but they uh <clears throat> the unvaccinated guy got polio from somebody who was vaccinated with the oral polio vaccine
1: in other countries.
0: In another country somehow I mean New York's got a lot of people coming in from around the world but um just kind of a mind fuck because you're like well that guy got like well The unvaccinated guy got it from a vet. That's their message now, for one. You remember how it was the unvaccinated giving it to people who took the shot? Yeah. Now they're they're just going back to the, uh, I guess, the original logic. But actually, no, it should be an unvaccinated person gave it to an unvaccinated person. But I guess it has to originate somewhere. And polio generally now is originating from the oral polio vaccine.
5: Uh, and
1: and we heard about that and during COVID, um, there was like an outbreak in, break in Africa. Right. It
0: came, yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Came to light, and then it's you know every, every, all the red pillars just screaming at the rooftops about it, and everybody else was just nobody noticed. Nope. It's it's strange because they don't put those connections together, but then. The way that they do these news stories, it's like they're counting on you to put that connection together, like the unvaccinated. It's like they've got so many different things going on. They're trying to get the viewer to disregard certain logical steps, such as like they got it from a vaccinated person in another country. I believe their words were from people receiving the oral vaccine in other countries Mm -hmm. yet they're supposed to you were supposed to just pick up on oh he was unvaccinated because that was the first descriptor that they gave of the man
0: of course yeah
1: you know and i i just i don't i don't it's so effective but i just don't know how you know what i mean like
0: (sighs) and not only that uh how did they know here's what i don't understand how did they know that guy got polio using wastewater detection? Because wouldn't they have to test it? <laughs> are, were they verified? Did, did they test both the wastewater and the guy? Because I then it'd be like, okay, I get based on their monitors uh yeah. of the weight of the poop, we can tell it polio, I mean <sighs> i'm i'm no scientist uh but here are some people who are who might be able to explain to us what how how this whole wastewater thing works
3: wow. silicon valley runs on data and when it comes to the next pandemic scientists are looking in a place where everything was once considered waste until now oh, Jamie Allen walked us through the Palo Alto Regional Water Quality Control Plant. This facility serves over 200,000 people across the Bay Area. But since the pandemic, they've been doing more than clean millions of gallons of wastewater a day. They are playing a key role in detecting COVID. A lot of people are using rapid tests at home, and those test results are not reported to the local health department. So there's no way of them knowing how many people actually have covid and the wastewater gives us a really true picture. According to the CDC, people infected with COVID can shed the virus in their feces, even if they don't have symptoms. That's why this has become an effective indicator of COVID transmission.
0: How many people stand next to a pool of poop every day? Am I am I wrong here? Is, is that... So, they're testing they're testing people's biome because they're excreting shit and it's going through pipes and it ends up in a place and God knows what's happening along the way. Right. And that, well, maybe, maybe she'll, uh, illuminate us on this because I just, it doesn't seem like, uh, the effective way to determine how things are being transmitted, but right seems like a shortcut that they're, trying to draw a point from
1: but yeah that's exactly right i think yeah it feels like a shortcut
0: like hey we can test this sh- Yeah, well, everyone's poop goes to one place well there you go just scoop it up and test yep. it
1: yeah problem reaction solution yeah the, the the tests that we gave you for free that you're using at home aren't being reported so we have to find <laughs> a data point somewhere right even though they have it from those cases that they do have in the hospital and then the doctor.
0: Or maybe they're also using this as a cover to like get DNA. I don't know. It's <laughs> or something. Yeah, it no, would've, they would
1: have got it already.
0: Yeah. it's probably some weird, it's just a scam basically. But, yeah. And, a, and it works multiple layers of fear, like scaring the public.
3: There are two million copies of the virus in every gram of wastewater, but once it gets here, it's dead and no longer infectious because COVID is what? neutralized thought, right. at this point.
1: She's and just poop. she no she's just she's just justifying why she's not wearing a mask. <laughs> on that
0: poop. Oh yeah, I, I'd be wearing a mask for she's the like, poop smell. Don't
1: worry about me, guys. Yeah, you know, and and yeah, that's crazy. <laughs>
3: Collect samples without the need of PPE. Around 3 p.m., the collection begins. Sample is later sealed and placed in this fridge. In the meantime, a group of couriers are driving to wastewater plants to pick up samples throughout the state. One of them is Saul Hernandez. This
5: now he's wearing a mask. The next one I'm going to collect it is uh, Davis. So here is the date and the time.
3: All the samples end up at Verily. We got to see firsthand how the scientific process works. Oh.
4: so the first sample will come in something it. like yep. this. You can He's see gone. it's a mixture of liquid and solid. <laughs> <laughs> what you do is run it. so spin it at a super, super high speed, many thousands of revolutions per minute, and what we get left is just the solid portion that we're going to actually use for mm. the testing.
3: Bradley White leads the team at Verily they processes over 30 samples of from the country and 16 from California wastewater sites. And inside this fridge, they have samples from millions of people from across the Bay Area, stretching from Gilroy to San Francisco. You see here, San Jose, Palo Alto. You see over there, Stanford. The process to detect how much COVID is in a community is meticulous. Surprisingly, it only requires one sample per plant. Surprisingly. About oh. grams oh. of solid from that sample.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. OK. Like three grams? That look more like a gram to me.
3: <laughs> so this data represents how many people? It average.
4: depends on the sewer shed. Our largest sewer shed in Los Angeles, there are 4 million people contributing to that sewer shed. So we're able to gain this information about everyone within that sewer shed from this small sample that we take from this, this solid. That's Just it. this.
1: Wait, how, how are yeah. they gaining information about everyone? <laughs> yeah, how, yeah isn't
0: it diluted?
1: Like, what information are they gain? What,
0: well, what uh, are they judging um, against? Everyone. Another uh, like, just cup of poop that they picked up from the same
1: mill. I don't, I don't know because he doesn't tell me what he's what he's testing. Verily, it the, verily comes from the word veritas, meaning no, <laughs> truth. Yeah. Like we're, Tell me some truth over here, Bob.
0: Oh, he's got nothing but poop for you.
1: Yeah.
3: Wow. The next step wow. to detach the virus from anything wow. else.
4: Those ball bearings actually physically disrupt the virus from the sample. So they'll fall, what? And then the virus <laughs> can also be wow. isolated. And that liquid that we put in there actually breaks those encapsulations and frees the virus so that we can detect it in the next step of the process.
3: These machines... He's to full of shit. Hey! And one of the final steps lights up the one that has COVID.
4: If there's virus in there, the droplet will fluoresce and from there, we can... <laughs> Excuse me? Fluoresce?
1: Yeah. Uh, light up? It'll light up, baby. Uh, <sighs> they they can do all this to find it. What, they, they can't get rid of it? Nah. Yeah.
0: Nah, we just want to put the it's threat wild. level to to Brown here. Yeah. And he has first Brown.
3: <laughs> this entire process in the lab takes about 10 hours, including sequencing for specific variants, a fast operation that Verily's co-founder, Jessica.
0: So they're fucking creating the variants, man. I swear they're the ones picking up on this shit. Literally. <laughs> they're they're the ones like oh we got a new one that's circulating in boston what would you do where'd you get that from oh about 10 cups of shit
1: wow (laughs) a whole three grams
0: yeah there you go that's how the omicron was created i don't know jeez
3: mega says it's key to give health departments enough time to respond before a surge wastewater gives us an early warning signal we don't want to wait until people get sick they then become symptomatic and then get tested with wastewater you can get ahead of that understanding what's happening in a community understanding which variants are most prevalent
4: all of the virus now is detached from the solid and in the liquid portion
3: but years before wastewater samples were processed at this scale stanford professor alexandria beam At the beginning of the pandemic, we started Mm, working on studying SARS-CoV-2 in wastewater. A team of research students started collecting wastewater samples from campus in early 2020. That's now expanded to creating the Super Coronavirus Alert Network, oh. a project that analyzes <laughs> and releases data. So 11 water treatment plants- Such a scam. We developed Damn. the measurement techniques and the technology, and we needed to scale it. We talked to the public health department pretty much on a daily basis. we They detected Omicron more than a week, before clinical samples confirmed this variant in the Bay Area. And now (laughs) the next one.
5: There you go. We have
3: started to see now BA.4 coming up in the wastewater. And so we'll be watching that closely. So next time you think about how COVID data is collected, just know it's one flush away. Oh, wow.
1: Thank
3: you. you. Have a great day. In San Francisco. Throw it in your face. It's all puns.
1: Bo- <laughs> it's bad puns.
0: I know. Like, oh, so she had a bright, the bright idea to to just start testing poop. What's the? How long is this method been tra- accurately predicted outbreaks? And what's the? I mean, was this trialed before COVID, or was it just like a something from event two hundred one that didn't make the cut? Like, what
1: was? Yeah, probably because like she said they started in early twenty twenty. Yeah, right at the start. So it's like a pilot program. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Verily life sciences, also known as Verily as Alphabet Inc.'s yeah. research organization no, devoted no. to the study of life sciences. It's Google's fuck. Yes. The organization was formerly a division of Google X. Ugh. Until August 10th, when Sergey Brin mm. announced that the organization would become an independent subsidiary of Alphabet Inc. There you go. Good God. There you go. Channel 7 doing a story on him, not <laughs> disclosing that information.
0: Why would they? Yeah. Oh, do they get funding from the Bay Area? Uh, is there the Silicon Valley? Nah. All
1: right. That makes sense how that guy sounded like a he just sounded wrong.
0: I just, I wanted to bring that in because it's, are you there? There Yeah. Okay. Um, I wanted to bring that in because that is a layer of the scam that that's how they're determining polio or or probably the variants, all these things. But polio is like, it's the OG. They have to bring it back. Um, both through the media and apparently through the medications because as the report initially said it's coming from the thing that's supposed to eradicate it so let's let's turn to the who and have them explain um what's the, you know what's the deal with this vaccine-derived polio stuff oh we got the ukraine coverage and everything okay hey <laughs>
5: polio is an incurable disease that can cause permanent paralysis thankfully there's a very effective vaccine known as the oral polio vaccine which provides lifelong protection from polio each drop of the vaccine contains a weakened form of the polio virus this helps the body to develop immunity so that the child is protected hold on hold on
1: you know how they what's what's the windows to the soul um the eyes yeah there are no eyes in these little children in these graphics they do this a lot they don't put eyes and stuff on people that is true yeah so soulless Uh, uh, that's the goal just thought it it was worth noting
0: um well i want before i play it i wanted to uh bring back something you said about just the inconsistency and the illogical of the the news report on that guy getting polio and see if you can apply that to how the WHO uh, describes this medical product.
5: Just like the wild polio virus, the vaccine virus can be passed from child to child. This helps spread the protection against polio to other children the vaccine virus
0: yes this helps spread protection against polio to other children Hmm. so uh it seems like a feature not a bug for one of the oreo polio vaccine that it's easier to be spread right
1: yeah Um, we can run it run it back like five seconds okay or Maybe, okay, just like the wild polio, polio virus, the vaccine virus can be chat, passed from child to child. Wow, okay.
0: Well, and but, that, but they've always promoted it as almost like, oh, this is just, that's what, it's rare. But then they also say that... The vaccine that, virus
5: uh, can be passed from child to child. This helps spread... The,
0: it helps spread protection.
5: So the protection is... is
1: the virus is the cure and the cure is the virus I,
0: right uh, so how are you gonna well let me just play this out i'll ask yeah. you a series of uh very obvious questions to be asking here but uh
5: it's it gets worse even those who aren't vaccinated <coughs> uh. so uh,
0: <laughs> what happened in new york
1: I mean, like once this vaccine virus spreads, aren't they technically "quote unquote" vaccinated at that point? Ah, 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 ah. My that brain is- hurts a little bit. What?
5: <laughs> it's
0: yeah, but no, no eyes. You're right.
6: <laughs>
5: no However, when a large number of children are not vaccinated and immunity levels are very low, the vaccine virus can continue to spread from one unprotected child to another for a long period of time. As the virus continues to find unvaccinated, it, and that's a problem. I again, I thought, like wasn't
0: you just promoted it as a as part of the part of the solution?
5: Yeah. Right. children, it undergoes small genetic changes. Oh. On very rare occasions, this can cause the weakened virus to change into a form that can cause paralysis.
0: Now, wasn't that the, the uh, theory of Gert van den Bosch with variants and COVID? Yeah. <laughs> that it's encouraging the, the virus to mutate? But, so, they're saying that it's good that the Oriole... Oriole... Oreo polio vaccine um is spreading it but if it spreads too much without having it be the one that they're controlling then it's then it gets out of control
1: yeah and, and how rare yeah
0: and also is that not kind of a bioweapon i mean
1: <laughs> yeah
0: is that is that not like basically what yeah and isn't that also self-spreading vaccines? This thing that's been kind of poo-pooed as a conspiracy theory. Aren't they saying aren't they saying that is a feature of this thing?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, I know I can only stop. ask so many questions of one video, but I it's this video just no, blew great. my it, mind.
1: Yeah. It's a well well-graphic video. <laughs> i'm well, just saying that because it's so like it's hitting all the points yeah for people that don't really want to think about it
0: but anyone who does want to think about it is like wait how did you think that that was an appropriate description of this product <laughs> for anyone who's yeah. going to ask questions <laughs> like yeah, what that seems like a total failure yeah well let's uh, let me play it out let's see what the rest of this says here
5: these rare virus strains are called vaccine-derived polioviruses. They can paralyze people for life and can even spread to cause outbreaks. This is, like is called a circulating virus. vaccine-derived polio virus. If immunity is high, vaccine-derived polio cannot arise. That's why it's so important to reach every last child with vaccines. If outbreaks do occur, they can be stopped in the same way as wild polio with vaccination campaigns that protect children against all types of polio. Makes sense. To eradicate polio, we must stop all types of the virus. Let's make sure we vaccinate every child and end all polio for good. But that... That's a type of the virus.
1: They want to eradicate every type of the virus by giving the yes. type of the virus.
0: Yes, how does... That, wh- wh- That is going to spread to everybody else who doesn't get it. So you got to do it all at the same time. It's so preposterous.
7: Yeah.
0: And we wonder like what, where's this, where's this kind of, of course, uh, Bill Gates funds the, funds the, who funds the blah, blah, blah. And what do you know? This uh this past a couple months ago, you had a little gates no what does this mean? Anyone? Wow. Oh. And, you're near,
8: and stunningly, polio has paralyzed a patient here. The Stunning. sewage system is right stunningly. here below me. We decided <laughs> no. not to take you down there and show you Wait, did he
1: just say below me? me? This <laughs> now he's
8: <laughs> He said the sewers below me. I think uh, we could we can play that. Again. Yeah, it's a patient here. The sewage system is right here below me. Oh. We decided not to take you down there
1: and show you. <laughs> I'm sorry, the sewage but sampling. This, but it, <laughs> it, it just from my audio ears, it sounded like a hard cut, like he, well, somebody cut in below me. But, he okay.
0: he did start kind of his uh, his laugh there. Yeah. In fact, very likely,
8: if we did that right now, we'd have a positive test and oh. so it's it's here the united yeah. states has gone many years with no polio virus
0: nobody being
8: paralyzed
0: really is that true i suppose i believe them but if it's all asympt, okay yeah we we kicked it out totally
1: yeah victory over but look at that
0: oh uh, yeah hey oh man that's a good yeah, that is a good still frame there
1: yeah pictures that
8: happened <sighs> And so it was pretty shocking. We didn't really expect
0: it to show up here. They have declared a health... No, we expected to show up the places we were, you know, circulating it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Over there. Yeah. <laughs> no, over there. Not <laughs> here.
0: How do we get rid of it? Oh,
8: to encourage people to get vaccinated uh-huh. and stop the spread of polio. The Gates Foundation has polio eradication as one of our very top priorities. Oh, yeah. and We have great partners great like job. Rotary.
0: But by the way, Rotary, wow. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. I me. thought they just did pancake breakfast and shit. <laughs> 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 they got their hands va- vaccinated in Africa over here. I don't, oh, yeah. What? Oh, they're just a, another one of those Freemason kind of.
1: Goodbye, polio. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Hey, you got your tag up, buddy. Get wow. give a better
8: shot there. In order to understand the polio work, I've been to India, Nigeria. Most recently, I was in Pakistan. Pakistan. You should, Canada,
1: he should Canada, really preface that. saying <laughs> I've not. I've been <laughs> India. I've been kicked out of India. I've been kicked out of Pakistan. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, wow. This this polio thing's really working out well. Yeah, for I Forgot you, to
1: mention that part, Bill. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he, he sure did. And I love how he said I'm trying to understand the 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 what did he say? I gotta go back to that. Like
8: rotary. <laughs> In order to understand the polio word. The I polio
0: word. The polio. Not word. the the disease, the polio word. What really? Yeah, that's his description. Oh I'll go back one more time.
8: Partners like Rotary. In order to understand the polio work, I've been to India, Nigeria. Most recently, I was in Pakistan. Pakistan and Afghanistan are the last two countries that have never gotten to zero. And now, sadly, they've had these incredible floods, which are disrupting all their healthcare, food, and so many things. We're helping out with emergency relief, but it's gonna push back getting rid of polio. The fact we see polio here for the first time in a long time Although surprising, that's you know, get out the, of the, the way it is. As long, long as we don't get rid doing. of this virus everywhere, it can always come back. But if we get to zero, it'll never happen again. We and our partners are very committed to get this uh-huh. thing done.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Aren't you confident? Aren't you just yeah. confident they're going to get it to 0 we They're going to get it to zero. Because as he said, we got to uh, stop the transmission. So <clears throat> as we, we've already established that. If you create a product that circulates the virus, you'll never eradicate it. And if yeah. it's actually circulating more because it's vaccine derived, well, gee, time to go back to the drawing board there. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I, you know, so I did, I did a little bit of a more of a deep dive on this. Um, well, not too deep. I just went to the CDC's website. Um, because I was like, what's what's going on here? Why, <clears throat> why are they doing this or, oral polio vaccine? And apparently, um, so what we have in the U.S. is the IPV, the inactivated polio virus uh, vaccine. Okay. So it does not contain the live virus. Um, this is from the CDC's website. I'll just I'm read it. It does, does not contain the live virus. So people who receive this vaccine do not shed the virus and cannot infect others, okay? Mm -hmm. And the virus cannot cause disease. However, the IPV does not stop transmission of the virus. So get this thing that doesn't stop transmission, and we say it right there. Mm -hmm. I don't even, like, in bold words.
4: Yeah.
0: I always, the polio vaccine was always promoted as stopping transmission, right? Mm -hmm. Just like every other one. But it's, it's like, wow, I guess, I mean, they even have it on their website. Another interesting thing I uh, point out on this is the OPV, the oral polio vaccine is used whenever a polio outbreak needs to be contained, even in countries which rely exclusively on IPV for the routine immunization program. So if we had an outbreak here, they could switch us to OPV. Yeah, you know me, because why? Why would you do that um, if it's going to circulate more? That you're trying to establish the vaccine derived as the dominant strain at that point? It's just bizarre logic.
1: Yeah, because OP, yeah, OPV is a live virus, it's attenuated.
0: Yeah, how would that help contain the outbreak by circulating more live virus?
1: <laughs> well, I'd imagine the explanation would be is that if the live virus is weakened, then there's less risk. Okay,
0: yeah, you're trying to mutate. You're, you're basically you're... trying to mutate it back to the the better one, right? Cause... Building
1: immunity, no, with your body. <laughs>
0: But wouldn't it eventually mutate and to become less, um, you know, dangerous? Anyway, I don't know. You're trying. They're trying to control, literally control the. Um...
1: I'm just trying to think of like the, the the common thinking of the man on the street, woman on the street, they, them on the street. <laughs> um they would just say, well, we, our bodies have to build immunity against it to fight it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, that's, that's the argument for a vaccine.
0: Right. I just, <clears throat> but if it's the if people are getting sick, I don't know. It just seems like a very um, ineffective way to do it. And why would you switch over to OPV it, it, you switch over there if the ipv fails.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. But then I'm why
0: but then they're promoting it as a thing that's going to stop transmission. It does not stop transmission. And if you got that, then why didn't it work? If polio is circulating, then you shouldn't need it, right? It's just they're just keep promoting the one that's you said works. Anyway, it's you get in these logical uh riddles because public health is the most convoluted it seems to be just They're just bullshitting. I mean, Fauci's the all-time bullshitter, if you ask me. But
1: yeah, because from where I'm sitting, they're they're just trying to justify a sale. Yeah. You know, like a bulk sale. Yep. So here's a product that uh, you know is in line with your business, which is healthcare as a hospital you know here's a strategy you need to implement it
0: mm-hmm.
1: our product by the way here's a strategy of how do you, why you need to use our product yeah. yeah 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 this is where we get in the comments here my brother had polio at 18 months completely riddled with it they say it came from a creek that my mom, my mom, took oh. him to as a very hot Australian summer day. The year was 1953. They were to rid most of the virus except his leg. He enjoyed his life post taking my cancer this February. Huh. Sucks. So,
0: <clears throat> when um, you think of public health. Oh, I mean, it's usually the the vaccines, but it's also there's also the other important part of sanitation, which I is so it, it's like this full circle thing where we're now testing the poop water after we made the drinking water better to stop the spread of that, but now we're test. It's just it's kind of a mind fuck, but one of the things with public health, uh, the other thing that I think of is sanitation, like mm-hmm. that's a thing that is credited with a lot of public health um, advances because obviously clean drinking water allows some or dirty drinking water allows some stuff to, to circulate. Um, But I never made this connection that I, I saw in a a PBS film Uh, and I just was baffled by it. I'm curious if you feel the same. Polio rates were going up dramatically.
6: In time, scientists would unlock some of polio's mysteries. They would learn the virus entered the body through the mouth, that it passed from person to person through contaminated water, food or physical contact. They would come to understand that modern sanitation actually helped explain the prevalence of the disease. Infants in clean environments were less likely to be exposed to the virus and develop lifelong immunity. Before improvements in sanitation, all children were
9: born with antibodies against polio. When we had improved sanitation, children started to become exposed to polio later and later in life.
0: Is that, did, did you ever hear that part of the, the narrative?
1: That we're all exposed to it?
0: So, apparently, there was basically what they're implying is that, like, prior to improving the quality of sanitation and drinking water, that uh, yeah. eh, polio was, eh, I mean, we were fine. You Everywhere, know? yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, we're, we're dying well, from we're- uh, dysentery, but, you know, polio.
1: Yeah, you literally said everyone, every child had it. Yeah. Or it was uh, passed on. Passed on.
0: So as a result of improving the sanitation, not being exposed to to polio as much, by not having that exposure, it made polio worse because it took away the immunity provided by drinking dirty water.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: It's it's kind of hard to wrap my head around that. Um, Actually being the... What was going on um, or maybe and some people have speculated DDT could have contributed to some of the things that uh, polio has been held responsible for. I, I haven't gone fully down that rabbit hole, so I can't say one way or the other, but right. I would
1: um, think, yeah, I would think like the paralysis in the, in the, the more extreme, like symptomatic cases of it could potentially, yeah. Could,
0: have another yeah. environmental cause. Potentially. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. So this, um, this idea was like, oh no, we made the water clean. Now kids are getting polio worse. Like, I mean, their health probably improved significantly. Right. But then, but then there was a resurgence and what's the timeline? Like they don't really go into it in this video, but it also got me thinking like, are they using this logic to explain, hey, that's why we should give the oral polio virus to people in uh, countries with bad sanitation because then they'll just pass it around and they'll have the antibodies, right? So they're mm. just trying to mimic nature in that way? Like, yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt on that, uh, that there isn't a another reason why they're doing it. But. Right,
1: yeah. Well, I mean... The- it's hard to think that there would be a nefarious... Well, it's not hard to think that there would be a nefarious <laughs> thing. It's easy to ignore that there would be a nefarious thing because the symptoms aren't... Like, if they were going for that angle, you'd think that they would go for, like, a, like a higher probability of, like, debilitating disease, you know? Like, if polio is, like they really gloss over in that last video. Like he said it at first, the narrator that it's very rare that you get paralysis, but then a few sentences later, he's like, it it, almost like it can cause paralysis. Like it's more common than it actually is. Yeah. I found uh, to be very deceptive writing, but
0: are you saying with the vaccine derived one or? uh... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, he well, he was just commenting on polio in general, why we should be scared of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but my point being is like, if it's very rare that you get you become paralyzed, which is I think everybody's biggest fear about it. Um, at least it's mine. Um, yeah, why not go for something a little heavy hitting?
8: You know. Yep.
1: I mean, it's just like you said, it's a psyop because everything about polio is just the name is scary. The narrative is scary. FDR looked a little sad and pathetic, and everybody's scared to end up like that. Um,
7: yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, FDR, like, what a great, I bet pharma at the time was like, oh, yeah fdr is a the perfect spokesperson to get people scared of this shit yeah because he was president the longest period of time i mean jesus
1: yeah.
0: and he's paralyzed obviously so yeah it's uh like i said it's like i think it's one of the og uh pharmacy sci- modern pharmacyops yeah. that persists and reverberates in our current um with uh, current time with COVID, but now apparently go just going back to the OG. It's like if Osama bin Laden had a son, and they were trying to actually they were trying to do that, like Osama bin Laden's son and the Muhammad Atta's daughter or some shit. Like they were gonna have a like a, literally a sequel. I mean, you can just see the people writing the psyops in in a basement somewhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, but-
9: what if we did this?
1: Yeah, i got to go back. I wonder if, um, speaking of no agenda, you brought them up a long maybe like 10 years ago on their show they were talking about I think it was after the smith Act was repealed. Is that correct? That they were, the government, they Mm -hmm. um, State Department was hiring fictional writers to write their narratives
0: oh interesting
1: yeah so like a lot of a lot of really good writers are being co-opted to then probably stop writing and then just start writing scenarios like probably the bin laden's son and you know like those kind of storylines
0: Yeah, I remember uh, Bush utilizing um, – maybe it was before the Smith-Munt Act, actually, but just set, straight up sending um, prepackaged news pieces to local stations and having them run it, like, from the Pentagon. <laughs> like, it was just – I don't know if you remember that at all, but it was pretty – I mean, No, it was, was like,
1: that when he was running the CIA? No, or um, no
0: George W. Bush. Yeah, oh, as, oh, uh, like it was the neocons doing that shit. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, I I could probably look try to find
1: it sometime, but it surprised me.
0: It's it was like oh yeah, I mean it, it's kind of I f- I feel like the smith month Act just allowed them to like just be more out out in the open about it, just like anything else. Uh, yeah, but
1: well, like unrefuted, basically. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, we don't have to worry about anything from this. Like they, right. sh-
1: like, they don't give a
0: shit now. But now let's just legitimize it. Yeah. Um. Uh, this is a little aside. I just want this is a quick clip of so we're just going all polio today all the time.
9: When uh, the doctors explained how they were going to use the polio virus, you must have had a lot of questions. What did you ask them?
6: Were they serious? <laughs> um. And how? Can you put polio into one's head and expect it to heal somebody?
9: <laughs> how many people they tried this in?
6: I did. They had not tried it on a human at all, only on monkeys and a few mice. Oh, mice! Your daughter about
9: was eight going to be right. first. Correct. How did you feel about that?
6: Sick to my stomach. <laughs> I don't know. It was very upsetting and Yeah. I didn't have hope. I did not have any hope for the trial, to be honest with you. I did not think it would work. I mean, it's polio. (laughs) Well, I mean, if someone wanted to offer you a trial by putting polio inside your brain to kill cancer, what would you say? (laughs) How in the world is that going to (laughs) work?
1: Did it work?
6: I don't know. That's, that's ah. the, I know it leaves you <laughs>
0: hanging. We could try to find a further. I assume it did because she's there. But yeah, what's the further story on using polio as a cancer treatment?
1: Weird, yeah.
0: Right. I mean, I can I can quick do a little YouTube search. Why not on the fly? Well, yeah, why
1: not? Let's do it because that's
0: <laughs> what happened. Hey, what happened to it? We're live. Oh, uh, four years ago. Okay. Uh, gl- glioblastoma? Week 33 in medical school. Oh, God. Get out. Uh,
1: uh interesting
0: all right let's look at this full clip we hope
1: one
9: day to lead the broadcast with a cure for cancer but tonight we may have the next best thing we can report (laughs) that a bold experiment has been granted breakthrough status by the food and drug administration (laughs) results in early tests at duke university have been so remarkable the fda wants to fast track the therapy to more patients the treatment is audacious Using the polio virus to kill glioblastoma, a vicious brain cancer that can kill in a matter of months, for two years, sixty minutes has been following the patients in the clinical trial.
0: Uh. So, <clears throat> what about the polio virus? Do you think could be the the thing that's fighting cancer? And do you th- well? And second, do you think they'll actually explain that? But. Just take no, of course
1: not. Of course they won't explain <laughs> yeah, it. You're right. I just want to know where they're if they're eradicating polio. Where <laughs> where are they getting it from to put it in oh, people's brains?
0: well, that's yeah, we're eradicating it by holding it in lab
1: <laughs> in inventory. Yeah.
0: <laughs> God, that's another great point about the oral polio vaccine. Like, yeah, well, what about the lab making all that shit? Yeah. Eh, whatever. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's oh my god this is another layer of the psyop
9: mm-hmm. it's a hell of a thing to be told that you have months to oh, live when hell you're 20 years thing. old in 2011 Stephanie Lipscomb was a nursing student with headaches wait 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 her, her name last
1: name is Lipscomb
9: <laughs> it is Lipscomb she had this glioblastoma tumor the oh. size of a tennis ball you had 98% of the tumor removed. Exactly. And then in 2012, what did the doctors tell you?
6: Your cancer's back.
9: With recurrent glioblastoma, there were no options except the one that had never been tried. Stephanie became the first volunteer for Duke's experiment with the polio virus. The virus is the creation of molecular biologist, Matthias Gromeyer. Polio is? <laughs>
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> did they not did they kind of? Oh, let's let's let
1: this. They, they outed him. It's <laughs> his creation.
0: It's jo- Jonas Salk's uh, arch enemy, H- his
2: grandson. It's the genetic material.
9: Gromeyer re engineered the virus, removing a key genetic sequence. The virus can't survive this way, so he repaired the damage with a harmless bit of cold virus. Uh Uh-oh!
1: This new modified...
0: You mean, uh, like a a uh, gain-of-function, a chimera?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I would like to see this be replaced with a little uh, piece of cold virus, like, in real time in a microscope. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, just that
0: part of me, right there.
1: yeah because wow this graphic really makes sense and why do all the
0: polio look different where are the boogers <laughs> i don't see any boogers they're fucking dog bones hanging out come on
1: <laughs> we're still sweet treats from the Ooh, trans part yeah
0: <laughs> oh that's for the for the next one
9: and polio virus can't cause paralysis oh, or death it because it can't reproduce in normal cells But in cancer cells, it does. And in the process of replicating, it releases toxins that poison the cell. This process also awakens the immune system to the cancer that it had never noticed before. (laughs) Why didn't the immune system react to the cancer to
4: begin with? So cancers, all human cancers, they develop a shield or shroud of protective measures that uh, make them invisible to the immune system. And this is precisely what we try to reverse with our virus. So by infecting the tumor, we are actually removing this protective shield uh, and telling them, uh, enabling the immune system to come in and attack.
9: It appears the polio starts the killing, but the immune system does most of the
1: damage. That's interesting.
0: The polio starts the killing? yeah okay
1: yeah removes the shield no i mean in theory it sounds great
9: lipscomb's tumor shrank for 21 months until it was gone three years after the infusion something unimaginable had happened this is from an mri in august 2014. and there's no cancer in this picture and we don't
2: we don't see any cancer active cancer cells
1: just a big hole hole in her head
0: Yeah, it still looks like something's there.
1: Yeah. What's he gonna say?
9: Was an old surgical scar. Uh, As is typical, Duke started a company to attract research dollars to the therapy, and Grohmeyer is an investor. The FDA granted breakthrough status this week after data showed that patients who had been living 10 months were now living 15 months, and three patients are cancer free after three years. CR33. This Sunday on 60 Minutes. So, uh,
0: <clears throat> polio is the way to go. This is six years ago.
1: I actually right. feel better than paraly- paralyzing. <laughs> yeah, you know, know, I'm a polio fan here.
0: Wow, look at this guy. Oh, this mop on his head. I'm talking about. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> I've heard that if you get the measles, your immune system is better at fighting certain cancers too, which is like, and if you, there's probably some benefits to like chicken pox, like recovering from that. And then your immune system is like the natural uh, benefits of just living life and dealing with the environment. But yeah, Yeah. without trying to uh, hack it, I guess, but this is, in theory, that's what, I mean, that's what vaccines are sold to us as. Like a convenient way to get over, you know, like oh, the... Uh, yeah,
1: to avoid life's uh, minor inconveniences. <laughs> yeah. Basically. You're not going to get as sick
0: or die.
1: Right, Maybe. Yeah. yeah.
0: Maybe. Even though your chance of death was almost nothing anyway. Well, still, I mean...
1: Yeah, at what what point, like, does the chance of an adverse reaction to the vaccine become equal to or greater than the chance of actually, you know?
0: Well, in order to quantify that, they'd have to actually study it. Um,
1: (laughs) And tell the truth, yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, they they don't like to study long-term stuff. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's, that equation is Never been more apparent than with the COVID vaccine. That's just yeah, like, exactly. Uh, yeah, myocarditis. What like? And you might get COVID, and you probably still will anyway, but it won't be as bad. But my yeah, that's as anyone who's asked some questions about it now is like, yeah, that seems like a bad deal.
1: Um, yeah, everybody knows it too.
0: Yeah, uh, with the recent uh, player in Buffalo, I mean, you don't know, and sure, it's still up. Up for debate. Uh, but you gotta wonder. I mean, and I don't think it's wrong to ask that question because it is a side effect. And people yeah. just lose their minds. Yeah. And that's kind of what, like, another part of this episode is just polio being that initial trigger point that it just loops back around to.
1: Yeah.
0: People just get, like, it's just a freakout point. But... Um, yeah, what's your uh, do you know much about Jonas Salk, the guy that made the vaccine? Do you know anything about him?
1: It's just not off the top of my head. I watched a documentary on him a while back,
0: interesting, but I
1: I can't retain these things as they do not matter to my life. Did
0: Did it paint him in a good light or a bad light? Oh, yeah, hero. Oh, okay,
1: yeah, it was a hero, he's a hero guy.
0: Were you just um, watching on PBS or uh, just YouTube?
1: I don't know, man. That's a good question. This this is probably like two years ago. Um, what happens a lot with these things is that I'll, I'll watch them. It must have been on YouTube because I'll, I'll watch them and then I'll start reading the comments and then everything, like all my takeaways, just they just kind of blend into like an overall judgment on, on the situation or the person mm-hmm. or something. So all I really took away from this guy, everybody thinks he's a hero. I don't really trust that there's more to the story. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Like he mm-hmm. was like a national hero. He was rolled out on.
0: Oh yeah. I'm talk sure.
1: shows and All sorts of things.
0: Well, but- I've got a, uh, a piece uh, that I wanted to play about him um, by Jay Dyer. But um, before, I don't know if you know Jay Dyer at all. Not really. He's a pretty good researcher. He's got a lot of, uh, just a lot of material to dive into when it comes to esoteric Hollywood, as you can see in the background there. But Uh, uh. I actually was thinking about buying that book. It's like the kind of the, uh, uh, like weird scenes inside the canyon by, um, what whatever his name is, I can't remember, but just yeah, on no, Hollywood. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh,
0: before I dive into that though, I just wanted to lighten it up with uh, some Larry David stand up about him, and then and then we can dive into the the
1: darker. Oh, shit. Salk? Okay. Yeah.
4: I can jump into the two form with you. Not <laughs> quickly. That, I'm taking a tacky mixed up Julius <laughs> Caesar.
8: He has a tremendous uh. conviction about what he thinks is funny, and 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 at the same time he, he he'll just crush like an egg, like an empty shell.
1: It Must have been very, very stressful to have grown up living next door to Jonas Salk's mother, I would imagine. <laughs> you know, you got this woman, and uh, you know every day
4: same thing. Estelle, did I uh, did I happen to mention uh, that my son Jonas? Uh, who your little Stevie never let play in the games or stuck him in right field, who never went out with the girls and wasn't athletic. Did I happen to mention that he discovered the cure for polio? My little Jonas! Polio, he's mine! I love him! My Jonas!
8: One thing about uh, Hitler that I admire is that he wouldn't take any shit from magicians, you know?
0: I I do like that. I I kind of just wanted to bring that bit in just because it's like it's just in the cultural uh, lexicon. It's just Jonas Salk is a hero,
1: yeah. And he used cure, yeah, he cured it. But yeah, he cured it. Oh, that's a good,
0: yeah, (laughs) that's yeah, that's how he's known.
1: That's how that's how polio is known is that it was cured, it it was
0: cured, yeah, eradicated, it was gone.
1: Wow!
0: Wow! Right. But uh, you know, <clears throat> I didn't know much about Jonas Salk so, uh, outside of that narrative until I heard this uh, this clip from Jay Dyer, and uh, we can watch as much as we want of it. It's probably like <clears throat> you know, ten minutes long, but uh, pretty eye opening stuff. He had some interesting uh, theories about hu- humans that I was uh, oh yeah. Here we go. Uh, unaware of.
7: Next, and that's what we're going to see in this book. In that, Salk has gone even further and revamped his theory to supposedly improve upon Darwinism. In other words, we're not just talking Darwinism anymore. He's arguing that survival of the fittest has now become survival of the wisest, and what that means is the 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 elite, uh, basically embodied in incarnated in. The scientific class, they now function as the arbiters of Mother Nature. It's literally what he says in this book. And as a result, they're going to have to put into place structures, systems to decide who lives and who dies and who, who goes into the future and who doesn't go into the future. So that's what this book is, is a, a another layer of the Darwinian cult of mass depopulation. That's how it begins the book by saying... The big problem that we face is too many people. Man will have to regulate and take the place of mother nature because mother nature, he argues, has natural functions of uh, keeping balance and regulating population through disease and death, which he says are good. He says man's going to have to step up and take on that role and do the exact same thing. So here is your. From from the guy who cured polio. (laughs) Right. That. that
0: Deadly disease, right?
1: Does you that make sense? Say it? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. Why would a man that thought there's too many people try to save as many people as possible? Yeah.
0: Well, you go to the Bill oh, I'm sure he reiterates Bill's point Bill Gates' point that uh public health leads to have people having less children. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: no, yeah. you're right. They're out they're on the same team.
0: They are to- totally, I mean, this book, good Lord, I think his father was probably reading it to him as a bedtime story. Oh, it's,
7: it's, uh, <laughs> uh, you just wait, buddy. Psychopath, Darwin cult leader, basically arguing, not just that. Sock says that man is X-Men. You're all a bunch of mutants. And because you're mutants, because you're Toxic Avenger, there's nothing wrong with the scientific scientific establishment mutating you secretly through RNA viruses. Yes, he says that. This is Chapter 7, Mutations. The exact same thing that we saw with Kessler, Mutating Man. Well, here is Salk saying that we could do all kinds of things to produce advantageous and disadvantageous effects by mutating and testing on people through their rna dna and through the eggs of reproduction
0: oh it doesn't it doesn't alter your dna
7: wait
1: when when was dna <laughs> Seven, like, oh
0: when, when was it discovered not probably not that much uh well no, maybe when like, was
1: it conceptualized oh
0: uh, I almost feel like.
1: Well, this book been...
0: is this book is from the seventies, I yeah.
1: think. Yeah.
0: And I'm pretty sure, I think Francis Crick was the guy that initially claims to have discovered it. Um. Yeah. Huh. On an acid <laughs> trip, no less. But
1: oh, of course. So who knows
0: if that, that origin story is actually real or not? But
1: uh, who knows oh. if the the subject of the origin is even real. Mm. To be honest, I mean,
0: yeah, who knows? Who knows? Maybe they got PCR tests for that shit too. I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: <clears throat> but yeah, he's talking about yeah, manipulating uh, through RNA. I mean, again, I had not heard of this book, and thank, thankfully, Jay Dyer's done the deep dive for us. But it, I, I, it just doesn't. Again, another one of those things that doesn't make sense. <laughs> with with the, the official narrative
7: mm-hmm.
0: that he's a hero, he saved so many people's lives.
7: Mm-hmm.
0: Just strange.
7: The female egg can be experimented on, and we can even, he says, introduce mass diseases, mass cancer, perhaps, through experimenting on reproductive functions in the body. Oh. Uh, Salt goes on to say that man is a product of evolution and therefore the anything that those in the scientific establishment do is also just another function of evolution. So, so if a bunch of scientific cult leaders uh, kill you all and, and murder your babies and eat them, that's just another naturalistic process if that were to happen. Oh, it's just natural. It's just naturalism. Why? Yes. Because death and disease and destruction are good. They're part of the dialect- dialectical evolutionary process they produce uh, he argues
0: sounds like a Hegelian to me yeah but through uh, science oh makes sense why he would be on both ends of that dialectic then I guess if he's obsessed with dialects then he's got a dialectic it's like a posing of opposites It is my understanding of it makes sense why he's obsessed with the cure and the disease you know
1: yeah, yeah,
0: just reading that. Yeah,
1: shall, no, we... Genesis. <laughs> yeah. shall we continue? Yeah, all right, Keep uh, uh, a new stage of man. This
7: is why we saw Kessler say that Promethean man is cannibalistic man. In order to go to the next stage in evolution, you have to eat your own. Wow, that's what Kessler said, it's exactly what Salk says. Who stands in the way of this? Traditionalists. Traditionalists must die. Page 70. The trads must die, and the elite will decide who lives and who dies. Who are the elite? Who are the the wisest? Who are the wisest? The scientific class. The priestly class will decide the new values, and he says that the traditionalists must die because they're anti-evolutionary, and they don't accept the evolution of morals out of uh, right and wrong into anything right morals are part of the evolutionary process he says if you don't accept this and then you don't see uh, evolution as true you need to die and that's because you are regressive mm-hmm. you're moving back towards protozoa stage to towards uh, <laughs>
0: and this brings up a point that I had been thinking about recently when it comes to the topic of a lot of science stuff like vaccines or any of these, th- these things that interfere with the process of nature. Um, it, it's always struck me as like, Oh, you don't believe in science. You don't believe in vaccines. You don't believe in this. It's like, well, it seems like you're kind of, you don't believe in the process of evolution and that there's certain things in nature. You don't believe in nature and evolution. If you want to take that on its face and that like we need to uh survive with nature and adapt with nature in order to evolve. But this theory of evolution is actually made to that. it uh, The idea that they can hijack evolution and that's part of evolution, mm-hmm. um, which initially seems counterintuitive. But when you think of the idea of uh, a lot of scientists and um, like thinking that they are, uh, above nature and above the process of creation then I guess it makes sense that uh, it's just a continuation of that that oh yeah we can uh, we can hijack nature through steering evolution now if if you want to believe that you know
1: yeah and that's evolutionary to do so.
0: Yeah and I didn't think it's... that uh, but from a phil- like the ph- philosophy almost of it,
1: but that's just like masturbating like i yeah you know masturbation it's just self-aggrandizing
0: well you start studying something you're like well if we can change it then you know if we can i don't know if that's like the the like the ring and lord of the rings where you have the power to do it and it just overtakes you but i mean it's, it's, there's yeah, there's not so points. much that
1: that Is they're saying that that because we have the power to change it, that we deserve the power or like, right. Like we're proving ourselves right by doing what we theorized.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, it's like, uh, we can do it. So we should do it because we can do it. Um,
1: and because we can, we should.
0: Right. Because that's progress, but and it was meant to be. uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's that's lame. Well, um Jonas the more that Jay talks about Jonas, the less uh I'm not riding that whale. That's what I'm saying. Oh
1: no. And like throw polio out the window, like who the fuck is this guy? You know? (laughs) Right. Like polio was just his his trophy, his little plastic trophy.
0: Yeah, apparently he wants to inject it in your head now. I don't know. Yeah. For cancer? Wait, didn't he talk I mean about if, mass <laughs> cancer? I,
1: I mean, if it's if that works, man, more power to it. Like,
0: yeah, hey, whatever. I'm not. Know? It is funny. It's like polio's terrifying. Let's inject it into your brain. Right. We like, modified it though. Don't worry. Oh uh, yeah.
1: Well, maybe that's the whole that's I will, I'll go there the the, the whole um, Satan you know <laughs> complex you know where it's just priming us to see all these evil things as good yeah you know? yeah and until you don't really once you once you turn an evil thing into a good thing and I don't mean by like you know, saving your soul or doing any kind of work or anything like that I just mean in your mind you turn something evil into good then good doesn't have to be turned into evil for the effect to take place mm. you know so it's there's, it's not the, twice the legwork you just have to get people to believe that evil is good mm. and that will kind of push the good out of the way
0: well, you kind of see that with the gender ideology stuff where it's like, well, if we don't tell kindergartners that they can choose their own gender, then then we're bad. It's like precisely. Well, wait, uh it, that's a good thing that we should be confusing them to that extent? Like, well, what if we don't?
1: <laughs> then life will just go on as normal oh and everyone God. will be a trad.
0: Yeah. I i never associated that before i'd never heard that term but
1: the trad yeah, yeah. i mean it, i've
0: seen it occasionally i never associated it with traditional but there you
1: go because well, yeah exactly because like trad is a is a derogatory term and and i mean i've never like viewed traditional as as a bad thing i may be boring but not you know the older i get the more appealing it is but
5: Mm-mm.
1: You know, some traditions, not all.
0: Yeah, you need some grounding. You can't just like progress, progress, progress. Wait, hold on! What did I just do to myself? I put a yeah. chip in myself. I, I altered my uh, genitals. I don't know what I what just happened, but I was. Everyone was cheering it on. Mass formation.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could totally follow that rabbit. Oh, and the, and you get you get what you deserve i think
0: <laughs> on some level
1: yeah
0: i mean it's just there's way more uh incentivized viral uh ways to go down that path but i guess that's
1: yeah uh, but those are just temporary yeah you know oh yeah these yeah. people like you know let's just if, if we're on that like you know changing genders these, these people pushing for it like i'm not like i mean like let's say i want to change my gender all the people supporting me in that they're not gonna be calling my phone on christmas you know three four years from now <laughs> you know what i mean they're not oh,
0: man dude that's that just brought it home to like it's like the stand with ukraine people on a personal level you know like oh they're not going to be standing with my decision like oh yeah you already did that like what else do you want me to say about it like that's cool yeah i cheered you on because i i I felt good doing it It seemed like you did too but um yeah it wasn't for you
1: it wasn't to support you
0: i don't want to talk about that can we can we talk about something else yeah. I don't know. I, I cut my dick off and you fucking cheered it on. Yeah. Do you I'll think have... this
1: pastel blue or this pastel pink would go better in the cookies? <laughs> That's what they're worried about. The Instagram shot. I'm telling you that that, that virus is a good looking virus. That, that latest rendition. And obviously, somebody paid a lot of money for it because in one segment, they showed it five or six times. And then I think they even showed it in a second clip that you showed. Same, mm. I think the Bill Gates one. So it must have been a the Bill Gates Foundation artist rendition. Those big bucks.
0: Yeah, we should three uh, D print that polio virus and turn it into like, uh, you know, we should just polo uh, polio pillows. MypolioPillows.com
1: We should just three uh, D model. A bunch of different good looking viruses, so we can sell them to news organizations. Like,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. That is, that's a Yeah. Is there an RSV? Uh... Somebody has to have jumped on that.
1: It's, just, yeah. yeah. It's a tight <laughs> market.
0: <laughs> can you imagine going to your local news station? Like, yeah, you guys want, uh, want some flu rona? I smashed Corona with flu. It looks pretty crazy. (laughs)
1: You got to hustle, man.
0: Honey, I sold some flu-rona for 20 grand today. Wow, my husband's... At least he's not uh, measuring poop samples.
1: Yeah, he's sifting the poop for flu-rona.
0: His brother's fucking taking shit cups of shit every day and naming new variants.
1: Yeah, panning the poop at your local... Water facility plant treatment. <laughs> my plant.
0: my grandfather sifted for gold, I sift shit.
1: <laughs>
7: Fucking oh guy. God. Uh, let's
0: uh let's continue yeah, with it uh, press me some.
7: more Yeah <laughs>
0: let's see how much more you can take.
7: Soup stage towards muck stage. Your Nickelodeon gack we are god men he says and we as god men will kill all of you traditionalists this is what he says this is not me I'm not making this up you have to read this book if you if you doubt me go read this book I promise you you will be blown away he even says that what what does it mean to be pro-life uh, it means to support evolution killing most of the population that's truly pro-life he says he says because that's the only way that the species will go into the future, and through transhumanism become immortal. So they're truly pro-life, but if you're pro-life in the colloquial sense, in that you want to have children, and you want to see the uh, you know people flourish, and you uh, you you oppose euthanasia and so forth. He says you're actually pro-death because you're not evolving. <laughs> Uh, then he goes into a bunch of speculations about metaphysics. Uh, by the way, that's the most extreme inquisition. Inquis- What's that?
1: Of co- uh, sorry. Some, for someone like that to then go ponder off in metaphysics, this just seems so <laughs> typical. Because, uh, I mean, these arguments are very metaphysical.
4: Mm.
1: Yeah. It just reminds me of like a. a 200 level philosophy class and you got like the devil's advocate you know literally that sits right <laughs> up front yeah you know just saying things for shock value and, and coming across as, as you know a steward or whatever yeah a lot of our deep thinkers are
0: just like yeah well uh what if it, it's the opposite right well, yes. that's yeah. Okay, but it's, but if you're supporting life, you do support life. What?
1: Yeah. Don't miss but it. But no, not really, because, like, life could mean, like, life, man. And, like, there's too much of it, maybe, to be healthy. So when you're pro-life, you're really just pro-healthy life. Yeah. Yeah, like everybody putting their qualifiers on things for their own sake, like masturbation. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: And free speech is uh, a sign that the Fourth Reich is upon us.
1: Going down the
0: chair.
8: <laughs> it's Nazism yeah. and not censor.
1: Okay.
7: Position imaginable i thought we were anti-dogmatic oh no 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 you thought see you were duped you thought that that uh the scientific class was actually here to free you from the dogmas of superstition and religion the new cult is going to be the most dogmatic ever and it's going to kill anyone that doesn't adhere to it salk says that if you're dogmatic he says you're an egomaniac oh wait a minute this is the most dogmatic thing ever this, this cult of, of Salk that he right. talks about, the Luciferian Darwinian cult.
1: Okay, thank you. They're going to kill everyone
7: that doesn't join their cult, he says. That's what he wants. That's his, that's his hope. Right? But he says that if you're dogmatic, then you're part of the old lesser evolved religious, superstitious right? moral objectivist. You need to die. So not only is Salk not a philosopher, which he's trying to do in this book, this is actually a a religious philosophical text. It's absolutely nothing to do with science in this book. Um, He's not even a good philosopher because (laughs) by his own definitions of who's regressive, people that are dogmatic, he needs to die. (laughs) But of course he doesn't believe that. He believes that the elite need to mutate the RNA of women uh, through all kinds of experimentation, uh, experiment on their eggs, and therefore the cult of death, by the way, he, yes, he says that there needs to be death education. Everybody needs to be reeducated into this this Darwinian cult. Mm-hmm. He, he says there needs to be re- uh, structures in place to reeducate, like Red Dawn type stuff, reeducation camp. But it's not commies. It's like Red Dawn with uh, you know mad scientists in your face. Right. It's it's Neil deGrasse Tyson and Bill Nye, you know, having you strapped down on a table, messing with your junk. That's what this is. That's what that's the world that Jonas Salk wants. He wants Bill Nye and Tyson mutating your junk. And so that your junk gets so small that you can't reproduce. I don't have to worry about that. That's that's not going to be a problem on my end. But for what, what Salk wants, Salk, Jonas, Salk, Jonas Salk is a psycho. That's the key here, uh, psychopath. And w- he talks about so much metaphysics. He even says, yes, I'm talking metaphysics in this book, that he, by his own definitions of scientism, he's no longer talking science. So what you see from this is that it's admittedly metaphysics in a religion, and it's designed to be a death cult. And it's designed to, through all kinds of experiments, hmm, I wonder wonder what kinds of experiments the father of inoculations on a mass scale might want to be involved in. I wonder what means he might use. Mass
1: inoculations. Inoculations. Yeah.
0: Also, this video came out before COVID. I just want to point that out.
1: Awesome. Makes it even better.
0: Yeah, right.
7: He even says that the inoculations uh, could be a means by which they could engineer evolution or devolution by changing the genetic code and running experiments. That's what he says. All is flux, page 53. However, you'll notice that Salk's position is not flux. You right. see all is flux. And so therefore every other position out there is changing and will, will cha- be false tomorrow. It might be true today. It'll be false tomorrow. Everything's changing. All is flux. Oh, but my position is not my, my position is unique. It actually doesn't fall under the, the strictures of what I say about all positions. Right. So it's self-refuting at its most basic level. So contradictory, but that's okay because it's not about being logical Mm-hmm. Uh, for all their talk of logic is actually uh, a cult. It's about joining this cult. And if you don't join this cult that has all these, you know, elite uh, Carnegie Mellon funding, Rockefeller funding, et cetera, et cetera, then, uh, we, you know, the threat is you won't go into the future. But what I want you to see, the point of this is that number one, why would you trust mass vaccinations? Well, now babies are supposed to get 60. Come on, that's crazy. That's nuts. Why would you trust? The whole idea of mass vaccinations from a guy who writes this book, The Survival of the Wisest, about killing everybody. What? Nobody ever talks about that, by the way, do they? No, they don't. So this is the introduction. Hmm. He cured polio!
0: Kitty. <laughs> right (laughs) no did he he didn't and uh doesn't uh, i'd love to get my hand on that book if you got if you got that in your basement somewhere let me know but uh, uh
1: it's possible
0: i i uh when i saw when i saw this video i was just like yeah that's uh that sums it up i mean this was um this book was, I, I don't know if it was written in the 70s or 80s, but. 1973. 73, okay.
1: Yeah. Wow, He's just on meat. Amazon yeah. it is listed at by used for $449.
0: Yeah, it's one of those books that doesn't want to get in. Hey, what happened to Jonas Salk after the, uh, poll? does anyone want to? No let's 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 not uh let's not reprint that. that's oh man that kind of goes against everything. Yeah so
1: the Goodreads uh, rating is 3.3 3 on 33 huh. ratings. Oh
0: yeah that double, wow okay thirty
1: 33s there baby oh, Can you find gosh. it on,
0: can you find it on thrift books maybe
1: hmm. doubt it. Wait, is that right?
4: Thrift books. On thrift books.
1: Oh, man, this one seems like it's... It's... Pr- yeah,
0: I'm sure we're not finding this. We could probably find it digitally, though, right? Ooh, 996, first edition. Woo! Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's, like tra- that's like a that's like tragedy and hope situation where they do not want to reprint that.
1: Yeah. Interesting.
0: But, uh, yeah, polio. It's good. uh, It's good to know your history. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of scratching the surface a little bit, to be honest. Um,
1: You could go so deep with that.
0: uh, We could do a whole other episode on. I mean, it, it would take a little bit more research on my part, but. Yeah, um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, you know, these narratives that just percolate around decade after decade. I mean, I saw videos from eight years ago of like, is polio becoming a thing again? And yeah, I mean, this has been going on for a while, and they just they'll probably it seems to have slowed down much like the monkeypox. Uh, Anyway, because it's now Mpox. Anyway, I don't know if you heard that, but no. (laughs) Just trying to do an Mbop. Anyway, yeah, the. uh, The. uh, Fears died down, and so as for polio, it seems. they. I think they just did trial balloon stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, they've it, got so many irons in the fire, like one one serves the other, I th- yeah. think.
0: I feel like they're getting lazy, though. They're just like, the writers are just like, oh, let's go back to polio, let's go back to. Oh, RSV, that's the one that we haven't pumped fear of in a while.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then there's a, I saw literally today it was like new mysterious respiratory illness circulating that's not COVID flu or RSV. Wow, it's just like what? Because it didn't have the test, but you're still sick. Okay, this this whole <laughs> right. uh, did oh the poop water showed a little too much pee. Okay, whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean this is this is the kind of the epitome of the slograph. The yeah. They just keep no oh, shit pumping it out here and there. Let it die down. Bring it back. It's the slowest grift ever. This mm-hmm. medical uh, death cult sure is. Yeah, yeah. God, it's so painstakingly slow too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the death cult or the
1: yeah the grift the death cult. Just the, you know, like, it's, uh, you know, the story of, like, of Revelations, you know, where the end is just completely horrible for Lucifer, so all the Luciferians or whatever, they're just, they're joining a losing battle.
0: Yeah, they're walking into a big old trap. But yeah, then they crazy.
1: walk so slow, you know, yeah, I mean? like, know. it's just like inch by inch, year by year, decade by decade. It's like they don't want to pull the trigger because they know they're going to lose.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's hard to sit back and <laughs> not kind of pull your hair out a little bit more and just be like, uh, this is insane. But at the same time, uh, if you know about it, then you can at least crack jokes and try to educate other people because, um, thank um, God we know about it. The, the pattern's just going to keep repeating until people notice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. someone asks you, uh, next time somebody asks you, what about polio? Just, just show them this episode and, uh, They probably will watch uh, none of it, but if they do, they'll uh, be on a trip. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'll let them know it's only under two hours.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Listen to it on your morning, uh, morning commute.
1: Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. From your bedroom to your uh, downstairs office. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. More people are being asked to come back to work. So maybe that's not so funny anymore. You uh, <laughs> know. Uh, well, that's it for me.
0: Um,
8: All right.
1: Well, good job, uh, manning the helm. Thank you. If I'm allowed to be sexist,
0: the.
1: No. And uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. All right. All right. I will talk to you soon. あ... Uh...